Good evening, and a warm welcome to the service this evening. John McSween will lead us in prayer in Gaelic, please. Oh, yeah, we're going to be able to get the money 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 to get Skill Kudigakin at Yonsi Fair. Or Kostia Kospadu. Vangia, Sigasa Chakatis and the Siermet, Taida, Hagleo Kori Kushiri, Yon Contella Trochi, Sanon Trochi the Vanyu, the Kahunakin, at the Walus and Tatuatin, Gartu, Marauku Vendrin, Allah Kolar. So, <laughs> Grandesanzu Opa-de-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a-gian-a
If you could turn down your Bibles to uh, Genesis chapter 12, please. Genesis chapter 12, and we're reading from verse 10 uh, to the beginning of uh, Genesis 13. This is God's word. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake and my life will be spared because of you. When Abram came to Egypt, 
the Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake, and Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, men servants and maid servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me, he said? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. There, Abram called on the name of the Lord. Amen. And may God bless that reading of his word to us. Well, as we turn back to God's word, again, let's uh, unite our hearts in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you once more for your word, and we thank you for the fact that you are our God. We thank you that the the words that we have sung uh, speak to us about the wonder of your nature and your work in our lives. We confess that we are those who once were strangers to grace and to God. And we saw not our danger, and we felt not the load of our sin. But we thank you that in your great mercy and in your grace, Lord, you are the one who sought us. You are the one who awakened our souls. You are the one who, who showed us our sin and enabled us to, to come under the, the weight uh, of conviction of sin. And yet we thank you that you don't leave us there, but you show us our sin in order to show us your Son as our Saviour. And we thank you for Jesus once more, for uh, the cross, for the work that he has done to, to save us. We thank you that Jesus, as we thought of this morning for a while, it is the Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. And we thank you that the calling that you place upon our lives is a calling whereby we confess our sin, we repent, of our sin and we believe in Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that that uh, is your will for us. Your will is that none would perish, but all would come to repentance, that all would come uh, to faith. And we pray that you would help us, uh, that uh, we would be those who, who, would, who would be trusting you. We pray that if there's anyone uh, who's here tonight or anyone uh, who watches at a distance, uh, who doesn't yet know Jesus, who has not yet confessed their sin and yet feels the weight of that sin, we pray that you would move in their hearts even this evening. We thank you, Lord, that when we see our sin, when we come to understand what Jesus did on the cross, you are calling us. We don't have to wonder if you're calling us. When our eyes are opened, when the, the Spirit of God brings the gospel message to our understanding. We know that we are being called. 
uh, to repent and to believe. And for any who are hearing that call tonight, we pray that they would repent, that they would believe. We pray for others that are known to us who have no interest to hear nothing of the voice of Jesus, but to hear only the, the noise of this world. And we know that we cannot change that uh, by anything that we do or say, but we know that we can pray for them. Uh, we know that you are a God who hears our prayers and you respond to these prayers. So we think of some who uh, are far into the world, uh, those who are fixated on the things of this world and who have no thought of eternity. And we ask, Lord, that you would reach them, that you would seek them, that you would open their eyes, that they would see uh, with these spiritual eyes, uh, Lord, that they would come uh, to see and trust in, in Jesus. And for those of us who are following uh, Christ, uh, we pray that you would help us in our walk. Uh, you know, uh, we know, Lord, that you call us uh, not simply to be saved from sin, but you call us to be saved for you. And we pray that we would walk close with you. We pray that you would teach us as we think about the life of Abraham and these first steps of faith that we see in this man who was called uh, to follow God. We pray that we would learn from this, uh, that you would speak into our lives, that we would understand what you are saying to us and that you would help us to respond in, in faith and in obedience to your word whenever we hear it. So hear our prayers and be near to us this evening. Uh, we ask, Lord, uh, that uh, you would go before us also into this week. You know our minds, you know where we may be distracted, where we may be preoccupied with concerns about the future. Uh, and yet, Lord, we know that we can trust you. If we can trust you with the eternal issues of our hearts, we know that we can trust you with the smaller details of our lives. But we struggle with this. And so we pray for faith that we would have a close walk with God. So hear our prayers and be near to us as we gather around your word. Speak to our hearts, we pray, and we ask this in Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake. Amen. I want to ask a question just to start with. And the question is, have you ever been on a roller coaster? Put your hand up if you've ever been on a roller coaster. Um, those who've been on it, did you enjoy it? Um, I've been on a roller coaster and I can tell you I did not enjoy it. Have you ever been on the ferry on a rough day? Did anyone enjoy that? Well, I certainly don't enjoy that either. Uh, ever been on a bumpy flight where the wind is blowing and you can feel the plane going from side to side and you're thinking, how on earth is this going to land? And it lands with a big thud as you pray earnestly uh, that it will hit the tarmac without too much force. There's nothing very comfortable um, or predictable about being on a roller coaster ride uh, or on a rough ferry or on a bumpy plane. Uh, but thinking about the roller coaster especially, um, I remember going, creeping up the steep, steep slope, not enjoying that as you feel yourself going backwards. And then you get to the tip and then it shoots down at a, a rate of knots down the other side. And you don't enjoy that either because your stomach's still at the top of the hill. And you're going round corners and you're hanging on for dear life and sometimes they take you through kind of water things. And you're getting soaked. There's nothing pleasant 
in my view, about a roller coaster ride. There's nothing comfortable, there's nothing predictable about it. But as we track here with Abram uh, in his walk with God, as he begins to follow God, I think it's fair to say that for Abram, it was much more like a roller coaster ride than it was like a smooth Sunday afternoon drive. And when we follow the Lord, if we are those who are following the Lord, we, we can expect this. Sometimes people say, well, you know, if we follow Jesus, life's going to be smooth, calm, peaceful. Um, but that's not what the Bible teaches us. Uh, if we are following Jesus, we can expect that there will be things that challenge us. There will be many challenges. Uh, there will be things sometimes that worry us when we see them coming at us. There will be things that sometimes throw us off course. Uh, so when we're following the Lord, if we're following the Lord tonight, we can expect that uh, there are always lessons to learn. Some of you are, are beginning to learn to drive. You've got the L plates on the car. We're going to have that coming to our house soon as well. I can hardly believe it, but it's, it's true. And um, when you're learning to drive, the L plates on the, are on the car. But as we follow the Lord Jesus, uh, the L plates come on to our lives and they never actually come off because we're always having to learn uh, lessons in the, the school of faith. And I want to think tonight uh, about four lessons that Abram had to learn as he takes his first few steps uh, on the on the road of faith. And the first lesson that Abram has to learn is that the Lord will provide. Second lesson is the Lord will protect. The third one is the Lord will preserve. And the final uh, lesson is that the Lord will persevere uh, with us. Uh, so these are the lessons that Abram uh, has to, to learn. And uh, he learns them all the hard way. I remember a football coach that I had when I was in primary school. And uh, he used to say regularly to us about football, there's a hard way to play and there's an easy way to play. And you boys are playing at the hard way. And he would talk about throwings. You take the throwing, you pass it to your mate, he passes back to you and then the game progresses. You don't throw the ball up the pitch and then have a fight, a tackle to, to try and keep possession. You guys are doing it the hard way. And... Uh, Abram, uh, what we see here is he often has to learn uh, the lessons that God teaches him uh, the hard way. So the first lesson is the Lord will provide. Uh, look at verse 10 of chapter 12. And it says there, now there was a famine in the land. So what land is this? Well, this is the land that God called Abraham to go to. The, the Lord uh, came to Abraham, uh, he spoke to Abraham, he said, I want you to follow me, I'm going to take you to a land that I'll show you. And so Abraham, he gets to the land, and the first thing he, he finds is that there are big ugly Canaanites there who are not very happy to see him. And the second thing he learns is that uh, there's a famine in the land, so all is not going very well. Sometimes if you switch on the, the TV, I wouldn't recommend you do this, but uh, if you've got Sky TV, there's all these Christian channels somewhere in the, the plethora of channels. And you don't have to flick uh, through the channels for long until you come across 
uh, what's known as the, the, prosperity, the prosperity gospel uh, heresy. Uh, and the message generally is, uh, follow God, trust in Jesus, and uh, your life will be happy and healthy, you'll be wealthy, you'll be healthy. And it's a lie. And we see that as we watch Abraham here. Uh, we're only in Genesis 12. We're at the very start of the Bible. And we see very clearly here that those who follow God to the place that he wants them to be in, they don't always experience health and wealth and happiness. Abraham gets to the land that God showed him and the economies burst. Uh, the, the shelves are empty. There's no food in the shops. The place is in crisis. So what does Abraham do? Does he, does he trust God and find out uh, the easy way uh, and early on in his life that when you trust God, the Lord will provide what you need? Well, no, he doesn't do that. Abram, he, he realizes he's hit problems. He realizes there's a famine. And so he packs his bags and he heads for, for Egypt. There was a famine in the land, verse 10. And Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. Was that the right thing to do? Well, I think probably it wasn't. I think the commentators, you know, a lot more than me, think that probably uh, was the wrong move. Wearsby says, instead of remaining in the land and trusting God for, to help him, Abram went down into Egypt. Abram failed the test of circumstances and turned from the will of God. That's what Wearsby says. I think we've got to be a little more cautious uh, than that. Uh, because it doesn't actually say, there's not a verse in the Bible. Moses doesn't give an editorial comment here and say, Abram went to Egypt and that was the wrong move. This was his first disaster. No, uh, Moses, as he, as he writes this, he's, he's silent on this. He doesn't pass comment on the fact that Abram went to Egypt. But we know as we continue to read through the Bible that Egypt is a place that represents opposition to God. And yet when Abram hits the crisis, that's where we see him heading. There's no famine in Egypt, he says. The, the shelves are, are full uh, in Egypt. There's provisions in Egypt. And so Abram uh, decides that he's going there. And so the irony of this, when we step back from this, is that we see Abram, he is willing to trust God with a huge promise of provision for the future. Because remember, God calls him and he says, leave your land, leave your home, leave your people, leave everything and follow me to the land that I'll show you. He doesn't give him much clarity about where he's going. But Abraham, in response to this call, uh, he trusts God with a huge promise of provision for the future, but he doesn't trust God enough to provide for his food. Trust him for the future, but he doesn't trust him for his food. And we can often do the same. We trust God to provide for us in the, in the eternal sense. We, we trust God to, to, to provide for us forgiveness of sin, uh, eternal life, a heavenly home. But when it comes to this worldly thing, it's when uh, it comes to uh, the crisis of uh, health and education and our jobs, our family situation, the, the, the nuts and bolts of life, when things start to go wrong at the, the very basic level, 
very often, rather than trusting God and saying to the Lord, I don't know what to do here. Please help me. Uh, We panic. Uh, We stress. We worry. And uh, we often take matters into our own hands rather than trusting on the Lord to provide for our needs. So, like Abraham, I think uh, we often need to learn that the Lord will provide. To first point. The second lesson that Abraham has to learn is that the Lord will protect. Verse 11, as he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. And just a wee note here in the passing. Um, this is the first thing we hear Abraham saying. We, we see him in the, the, the verses of scripture. Uh, we can see his movements here. But the first words that come out of Abraham's mouth that are recorded in scripture is uh, his words to his wife Sarai. And he says, I know what a beautiful woman you are. So there's maybe a lesson for some of us husbands to be uh, more ready to, to say that. I, I know what a beautiful woman you are. The other thing to note, perhaps, is Abraham's wife, um, Sarah, she was 65 at this point. She wasn't 21 and on the cover of, of Vogue magazine. She was 65. And uh, Abraham still is uh, very much clear that uh, he sees uh, her beauty. So the conversation, it begins well, but it goes downhill from there. Because he turns to his wife and he says in verse 12, When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they'll let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. So this is Abraham's plan. Uh, Why does he say this? Uh, Why and and who is he thinking about as he comes up with this plan? Uh, well, Well, he's not thinking about the Lord as he makes this scheme. Uh, He's he's not thinking about his wife because he's putting his wife in danger as he activates this plan. He's not thinking about the Lord. Um, His eyes seem to be off the Lord at this point as he's tracked off down the wrong way. No, Abraham at this point is thinking about himself. Uh, Self has taken the controls here. Uh, And if anything will, will cause Uh, you and I, to divert off the track of God's will, if anything will do damage to us spiritually, if anything will do damage to the people who are around us, it's allowing self to direct us. And we're in a really dangerous culture just now because we are so fixated on self. We're encouraged constantly to look at ourselves, to please ourselves, to lift up ourselves. So when we get what we want, we're delighted and we fill with pride. And when we don't get exactly what we want, we think the world is unfair and we go into a state of self-pity. We're constantly looking at ourselves. And yet the Bible is very clear that if we are followers of Jesus, uh, we are to deny self. Matthew 16, 24. Or the Apostle Paul in Romans 6 tells us uh, we are to crucify self, not hand over Uh, the controls to self and please ourselves and let our emotions and our selfish desires run wild. So what happened next? 
verse 14. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And she, Sarah, was taken into his, that's Pharaoh's palace. And, and Abram, as he made this plan, he hadn't, he hadn't factored this in. See, Abram, he, he knew that once he went into Egypt, the Egyptians would take notice of Sarah. Uh, they, would, they would have an interest in Sarah. And so he thought, well, if I pretend to be uh, her brother... Uh, if there are those who, who make advances and who want to marry her, I can negotiate with them. I can protect myself. Maybe he, he foolishly thought he could protect her as well. Because in these days, marriage negotiations took a long time. They were very protracted. So Abram's plan, it, it, it was not a good plan, but we can see some logic in it. But what Abram hadn't thought about was that Pharaoh might be, be interested and if Pharaoh took a shine to Sarah, there was no negotiations. There's no discussion. He just takes her. And that's what happens. Sarah's taken. Pharaoh's guys say, have you seen this new girl? She's beautiful. And he sees her. He likes her. He takes her. And Abram can do nothing about it. The so-called protection that he was scheming to provide uh, was worth nothing. And we should pause there. And uh, acknowledge the fact that uh, uh, this is always the way. Uh, our schemes uh, never work out that well. I could tell you stories about my life and when I've tried to engineer things in my own strength, using my own uh, so-called intelligence, and they've been a disaster. See, when we try to do in our strength what we should be trusting God to do, it's always a disaster. Uh, but the the sad thing is we often have to go to Egypt uh, to learn that, as Abram did. So how does it work out for Abram? Well, uh, verse 16, uh, Pharaoh treated Abram well for Sarah's sake, and Abram required, uh, acquired sheep and cattle and male and female donkeys, men servants and maidservants and camels. And we might say, uh, especially those who, who keep sheep and animals, we might say, well, Abram doesn't do too bad out of this. He, He's got more sheep on the hill. He's got more cattle in the ranch. He, he, he's rich. He gets rich out of this. But what we don't yet see is that the riches that Abram acquires at this point are going to be the cause of a whole lot of trouble just a wee bit down the road. So even what appears to be advantageous is actually going to be a huge problem. So all in all, Abram's plan uh, was a huge failure. And now we see uh, Sarah and Abram in a whole lot of trouble. Uh, and so how are they going to get out of it? Uh, where would the help come from? Where do they look now? Well, the answer uh, comes in the next three words. Because if you look at verse 17, the first three words of verse 17 are, But the Lord. We see all the disaster of Abraham, all the mess that he's in. And then we read these three words, but the Lord. And that takes us to the third point, the Lord will preserve. Verse 17, but the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Now, if we think just back a little to when God first 
spoke to Abraham. Remember uh, the gist of it. God says to Abraham, I will bless you so that you will be a blessing to others. That's God's will uh, for Abraham. But as Abraham steps out of God's will, very quickly we see that he, he doesn't bring blessing to those who are around him. In fact, uh, he is the cause of judgment falling on Pharaoh and his household. And there's a lesson there in application for us. When you and I step out of God's will, whether we step into uh, clear sin or whether uh, it's slightly more subtle and when we allow self to take the controls of our life, who always take us into sin. But when we step out of God's will, it's never just us. It's never just me that's affected when I stray. It's never just you that is affected uh, when you stray out of God's will. Everyone around us is affected by our sin. And we see that in Pharaoh's household. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham, verse 18. What have you done to me, he said? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men. And he sent him on his way and everything he had. There's a tragedy there when uh, it's the ungodly man, Pharaoh, that actually has to speak into Abraham's life to remind him of what God said in the first place. And sometimes that happens. We find that we as Christians end up being confronted by someone who's not a Christian as they say to us, what are you doing? Why did you say that? Why are you living this way? And that's what happens here uh, with Abraham. Uh, Pharaoh, of all people, is the one that challenges him about the, the lack of holiness in his life. And Pharaoh says, all these diseases, all these plagues, all this that has come to my household, is linked to you and your lives. Now, how did Pharaoh know that? Well, we don't know. We're not told. How did uh, Pharaoh find out that Sarah was Abraham's wife? We don't know. We're, we're not told that. But what we do know that was in the midst of all this mess, God was at work. And through these diseases, the Lord was releasing Sarah from Pharaoh's grasp. And the Lord was releasing Abram from Egypt. And the Lord was preserving their lives. So the preservation, we could say, of Sarah and Abram is nothing to do with Abram. But it's everything to do with the Lord. Abram made a mess of everything. But the Lord delivered them, preserved them from the mess and actually in the mess. So as we see Abram uh, leaving Egypt uh, unscathed, he's got nothing to boast about because the saving work is all of God. And that's a, a pointer forward uh, for us to our salvation. This is a, a, a preview, we could say, of Ephesians 2, where we're told... Uh, we were dead in our transgressions and sin. We were lost. We were hopeless. We were in an absolute spiritual mess. But God, because of his great love for us, he saved us. He preserved us. He is the one who restored our souls. It's, it's all been done for us uh, by God through Jesus and that work on the cross. What is grace 
graces, God's riches, his preservation, his salvation at Christ's expense. For it's by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. The Lord will preserve. It's what Abram learned. He learned that the Lord is the one who can protect when he can't protect. He learned that the Lord is the one who provides. And he learns finally and very briefly the Lord is the one who will persevere uh, with his, his failing people. So Abram, verse 1 of chapter 13, went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had and Lot went with him. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. There, Abram called on the name of the Lord. So as we finish with these these words from Genesis 13 at the beginning, uh, where is Abram now? Well, he's right back to the place that he that he was in before he set off for Egypt. He's back to the start. He's been taken back to the place where he had first built the altar before he went off in his own strength, using his own initiative to Egypt. When things go wrong with the computer, there was a problem with the sound, I think it was, last week, and I could see a wee bit of stress in the camera in front of me, and I said to Stuart uh, afterwards, how did you fix it? He says, switched it off and switched it on again. And that's always what we do when we have a problem with the computer. We just hit reset. And it takes you back to the start. And it's here as if God hits the reset button for Abram. And Abram is now back to the start. He's back to the place that he was in before he left for Egypt. And now Abram is humbled. Uh, He has experienced something in the way of discipline. And he's more likely to trust in God now. He's more ready to listen to God rather than lean on his own understanding. One commentator, Eveson, says this sad experience brought Abram back to the Lord. Abram retraced his steps from Egypt to the Negev and on as far as Bethel to the place where he had camped soon after his arrival in Canaan and to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. There he worshipped the Lord. Whenever we backslide, says uh, Eveson, there is nothing else to do but to come back by the old gateway of genuine repentance and simple faith. So here we have very clear guidance on what we are to do when we fail and we fall and we stray. We repent. We change direction, as Abraham did. We come back to God in repentance and in worship. And we have a great illustration here of how the Lord deals with us when we mess up. And then we repent. The answer is he perseveres with us. Abram is not fired. Abram is not discarded by God. God's promises are not withdrawn. See, what the Lord starts, he sees through to completion. And not Pharaoh, and not famine, and not even his own incompetent people like us can stop it. Philippians 1.6 says, He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day 
of Christ Jesus. And if there's anyone here tonight who hasn't yet asked God to begin a a work of grace in, in, in your life, ask him now. It's by grace that he saves us. And it's by grace that he keeps us. And the lesson that we're learning through Abraham's life is that we're simply to trust him. So let's trust him. And now may that grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of God the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Jegu <laughs> Fakel jener kann an hin. Ögis Fakel schön an dem Miskmorant den ich in ille. Er tat Countess gönne den Jesker scho, die Jordis Krie, den je o hen. Den je wau hen als Chuckish glitte Spirit. Ögis de Hontax de Harik hüget hen an den Gras. Ögis en Urni wekische Öni wie jung ich mir gehe. Gemini Georme. Wie am Honi fög malai in Hösenaros je. Am Gefängnis fehlen Kugelland, Masche, Jehova, Wod, Gefäßrichings, Gefängnisgeld, Nahambel, Mariskod. Wenn ihr schöne Erdes in Höhliger, schön Erdes in Hecken Höhle, gemüget am Jahrzehnt zu Schallerwochen in Höhlich, den ich in Söhlte. Ach, schön Erdes in Hecken Jürgen, Höckisch gleich hin, Erdes in Gefängnis in Höhlich, Jahrzehnt, Höckisch Gefängnis in Höhlich, hat der Glod. as in Hiorioch, a Hermagus Kimikdunia Pekoch in Harnig, Triope the Glod for an Etervianar. Agus Vaganya the Nesker Shock, a Mixin Fekin Boishian, Gaglodson, Egon Glod Hriest, Mak Shiorie, or the Hanakinacher Pichia Hriev, and then Gin Mikihan and Ochkanaha the Session Gilshike, Vaganya Kimixine, a call and Hilik Yolos of Stonoch on the Shock. Ich bin 
na mashik in yorkshin you. I had the house of Hosklux, Sul and Gain at Vox Spiritual. Had the thinking hain, Mariemich, Marfekich. I was hogan throw the Govigat thinking hain, Marer Suri Foynjoch Glodwar. I had gold pekich gayon, see a sicky malaru. The Gunny the Nesker shocker amoshun vegan hain. Missionar thinking hain, Hofe Machishin. I was thinking on the Christ, a hulu hulohug, a hummer swanchy hiori. Or is Ashine or Fahi Govigar Chakisk? Ergis or Nart Hackert Govi, a genushira der Guya der son, and Wahad Ye. Ergis is Ashine or Re, a Govi Kaunsohug, a Hulunam, which a hacking heen, Ergis Ekisim. A Ganyam had in Yeskershovi tankers on Horam Show. A Gamianiki to Hulutinakin on the shore air of Femen. Sashin tankers on Kalarakit and a Femen a horn. Varakate the Hulutinak in Kupershante Skuminajo, Halvarakate the Smoanch in Fatas, Smaller Gutter Sonkel Shin Mushun, Varakate the Vion the Sana Venas de Yehin, Agis Hashin Tankel Sonke Mehihu, the Vion Hanushin, Osinagin Hagat the Vion of Anufirin, Gifayate, Lan Has of Hugunut, Luana Mound, the Redsman of Finkin Shinimifi, and Cured the Vianokivia the a Hulutin Yala had on the shore, Agus Hulutahi had a Rukhagan shore, a Hulutin has a ski the shore, a Fergin Fertis Avivi, a Kumat the Hedavas shore, a online. Shinikurit of Yanoka Vioresen, Sorn Kilith, Tankelis on Kanurgu top of Vori and Wanamus Karslug, Skikanjo Hashinimar Lug, a good fame as Kinanatus opened. A lach in hot oroch, sar cushion hot trenchele, Egon Marioch, Agis Mariochen, or a rioch cateri in agi riochs, cocky in a storage kill hockey in, as a clointin on the shoot of his on the shore. Oh, how's the Calton Kimininikin Shunmushon, Cotchedigan Hill? A Hashinikiori be tangular son Kurtusa Riolig, Kurtusa Reen and Ree, Agis Chionen and Hiornen, Agis Kamaluk Gianu Manafinki, Manafinki Nimuhi. Agus Fayoi came with the glory of Ganskachni. In Gurte Vianok Mahavi, the Hulutinak in Yamashos, the Fosclator Clos, Conclonishin Tegus, the Fankishin, the Sul and Kraju, Glod Fersuri, the Fosclator Cree, the Smugus and the Smug, Govi Gelchokuri Fakul and Fearings, Govi Gagavagar Nyosi, Agus Govichenukartochis on the Fearing Ye. In Gurte Vianokavi, the Hohinals of Chaka, the Hohinal, and who the Hajiana Miskinflog on the shore. You are shinking to Huchahogakis to Kamal Suez. Agus came to Kamal Suez, Lamban and Yugin Hagayulan, Gokahat Grash. Tankers on Kamalichin on the shores on the shoot. A tenny, a Hagul and you all hint to Hakadin, so all the hint over on the Fianish ye on the Nuni. Agus Yurishin with Tankers on Kenyesh, you say. Rikuyan a munchish and a hanam hopel chiles good. August tankers on Kamaluhin at Kuth, a fergineth baloch in Hian. August the Kornloch of Abkunimit or Foschgut, with a ninehead, ninehugus in Jerusalem, a clue in Halu. Orkabixin Mushun on the shores, as Kahachi, Hashinikuyurth. König had a hulu chaka, the Hashasu was killed in the feeding in Nook, and Sinjelan shores, Nar Nilan and Snari Yoket fat. Orkamik tonkles all the machli poor Yogis like Muak Charney. Hashinikuyurst. Binishitol Runyan the shore. 
Amen. The book of Proverbs and chapter 4. Proverbs and chapter 4 at the beginning. Colonia the clown, Chuck Aha. The fancy of y'all is ertikshu. But how many thought you've jehiakish? Now three give shumarach. Or the bemishemach moonyach mahar. Agis marin yin mich. Bami anashalug mavahar. Hergis gem me marin kente. Agis o dead om. And gleek to cream of rearen. Koyat mayantin. Agis math bio. Fine kleekis. Fine tikshu. Najihainich. Agis na clown of rear of mavyol. Natreki. Agus glee eu. Gragichi, Agus quiety eu. Es a glickis in his own rich. Fine glickis. Agus manitul ail, fine tixu. Artichi, Agus kudis wasu. Vediku urumu. With the gabastu at the glockavi. Very to the hound coron mashi. Croon colode with the shachatut. Ace jabmich, Agus gaff mockil. Agus pig. Be prionoch unto vehilian port. Anschlie a Griechisch, Hökisch me u, Hodich me u, an in him of Giro. Nur de Jemichis du, Hatschanichir to himum, Agusin ued Riechis du, Hatuschlich u, Gen Krem Tayon der Chökisch, Naligase, Koyate, Oreset de Wehe, Nagabes Jachtorat, Nenainki, Agusin a Himich an Schlieg Rochgeni, Schachini, Nagab Schachat Leibri, Pöylu Epe, Agusimich Rot. Or Hachili Adsen, Marijanat Ork, Agis, and Hattler Horduhe, Maritorat, et Kujak in Tuchim, or Hat Gichi Aranye Nahanki Ork, Agis a gold fierne in Einjast, Achashlin a fearan, Maran Solus Jaldro, a Yalrich is Nesmu, Agis Nesmu, Gurikin Laimulan, Ashin in Einki Margorochatis, Ananigaev Kit, Erebelat, a Tushtochu. A week, the Makal of Hadade, the Mavrier of Em to Chlois, a Hemichiga to the Hulev, Glea Tanamian to Hri, or is Behi at Gaivsen a Yod, Agus Eklanch, than Fiolule, Rishkahuligi, you'll Glea to Hri, or as a shin has ruined the Behe, Kudur the male fear, Agus Nabilin Pemno, Kurfatu word, Shalok to Hulen, Kukast Rumpe, Agus Shalug. Roskan to hool, Kujiroch runt, Koremich came unto us, Agispictolian Uli, Eren Sokrochu, Nachonte, a homel libejeje, Nochrie, Karich to us, O Nork. Amen. Skurun here on a pianohog and you believe a hearing show, Yankel Fein, Scanam, Grochulu Clu. Nishanasuli Kujahun here on the Viakin, Chonta is in Yadash. Proverbs chapter 4, 
and focusing on verse 18. Achashlin im Firan maran solus jalroch, jalrichisnes mu agisnes mu, gorig and la imulan. Ha nirinyan the nachile, a tokalfar koth can escrive solu a tree mele gnaokel, agis mele agis koke or an horiche. Agis ashnikolishkere. Kutschkanaha <laughs> Hickerson, Agus Goroa Marinkente, Marinjen Mik, Anashaluk, Emma Evahad. Agus Hanirin Genuan Junior Holuk Roa Adle Gleek. Agus Genigiora Gleekis, Enache Nisipi Ele, Dovriagus Goroa Fadokin, Oloch Moor, and an ivory Riolog Harish at Riok, Egon Marginog. Agus who can crew your gaglikis? Agis shinfus kaun gachnyakavaman hoorsted. Agis macha topa de glikishin, a hoorda von a kruhir, or shin kruhir a rinklika. Hashin lebig on a shock, a la markamig, a kut fahun de kele. Dene a ha anki. Agis sloga ha nam firan. Agis ha cool of hugging, a kinivit old fashke schlien an anki. Dene a hamarke me gepreppe gan an oeje, agus na gelike jori wie oeil, de gier na toloje. Dene a hakiori een goed heen, agus na gelike restriochke, de gachkel en vieri. Agus hakinische genkaran, an een rochetis, a hatischen kovitokal kaun. Achinische, gesongerietje hamie son prinjes, nie hakinjes in dochke wie arentjeek, agus rechine focus. Hekinarinchen, Hashli in a firan, Maran solus jadroch, a yalrich is in a smooth, agus in a smooth, la, emulan. Noch smoinagavo, kehet hein yurich, and hoshoch, co yat na co esho, nymphiran. As an anahache, ha bring me him a hill, shli edemel, nephiran. As an resache, ha bring me him a hill solus. Solus a hat jadroch, agis as a heruachis natuva yedig, habrin me himichil, la imulan, a haik can haul shri, edemuth nefira nikimok. Had tosha hu kimoker and li, a hanihil as an hul, ach han li, an a ha imulan agis a ha glod for ansin hiriok. Tirach fakul naga, in hoshok, edinagin yahanusho, edinanamohu. Maar Iran. Dus je zoals sloog ik hier. Sloog je. Agus han hier in je prijnjaren. Wo grond schalien. Han hoor je prijnjaren aan de naatjoger met hem en je. Krijg klein je hante. Toen je had een nog kwakkoch. Let je is jach galoog. Miskaloog. Ze noorsen hapri met hem en je. Sloog je. Maar naïef. Naïef. 
Well, <laughs> Fyrundokk 
agis shine de gaval hukit le krechu ha kriesti arkerem ga yemsi hen agis hakra shalurounse agis piu vedar chanuk ulimedolo tawavin agis mishiji tsanila harohan agis akriesti nimer nuagra peren kolochnishin hakra hikif gamionsi shoibshule harisu hedagis for haum woli agis vermishi swavnis gayu nyagni hikikisen agis khuris nohis ahunsen Hatte de vier an och trägrutu. Man war Abraham o hin. Gat de war opr mag Abraham. Charoadir an och gat wohn hoprüke hin. Ach, et wohn grutu. Hoeda wo gie, agis hanische gavalri deutscharni gie an Christ. Ne vier an. Ach as nane hatsche. Ha grane ho, kümmel schlie, ek in jiran. Ach hosch. Ha schlie nem vier an, mar en solles javro. Hanyel slog han och jag elanting ett slin hankioch ett slin fäcki ett slin nanjalish ett slin sölte ichet då vrigas gemultje trägras ett sölen osklu gav vi fäcken gemult slin elan aha djeri mallegai agis tentli ed melenirinje pri Wat had Christen een grama hemmetje heen, kreeg hij heen en drie. Ook is in die hierin, ook is de weg. Schat je kunnen je eigen jongens zien, dan gaat dat ze zien, acht roemse. Ook is haar grama, joh, kummel een vier aan, een warak en drieën. Ook is haar kosjochtig. Haar Christen de hoek al vaak komen, als in die hierin. Ook is haar gegeven ook heen aanhechtje. Maar naar een waanje zorgen, en weet je nu, oorlogen gaan, Fachhoed baas agus brechon is agus siorioch. Agus, hanyogin yhanasho, ege melesulun ad fosglug, le spirit nef ye, haad a djerkig ar doi charni ye an an griest. Agus haad a fechgin, gerechon yn shli, a ha ymwch i gaifsyn, ewi gohal. Mane was halamad ad a vas ni, anasut a shoi ni vriyren ag toshoch yn hyra vas, yn ni as a shi ni vion nich mio ye, gwmini gyor ame, Vi am a chwni effect op mola in hysenaros je. Chym gyffinchyn ffein gyglan, masy gyi hof a fod, gyffysrych yn sgyffain sgeil, na hyampl, man ys cod. Fa ynchyn yn ygyn sio, fa ydych chosnych gofi sochrochwg ydych criest, mar yn tli. Fa tol yn ygyn sio, ydych chosnych gofi goal criest gan ynsi, Mae'n ymwneud â chadag siwgaeb gysyr ond sy'n hosgeol. Ac ys fa acni yn ynyag yn siwr yn glwosyd, yn ynyag yn siwriest, ac ys ynyag yn siwr yn osglwg o fi tigsyn, nach rwawn ach yn slanier, yn anam ydw hord ym ysgynni, fwnef, trafwyd sy'n ymwneud â'r charni, ac anam ys y criest a'r siwr ni. Ac ys asyn, na yna. Shli. Ac yna si, ha grana hyo, shli yn ymffiran, Mae'r yn solus, jalroch. Diag hi olwch yw, le solus, jalroch. Wel, ha lwchmyn i chi graag ymwyl sioc, o sŵn hwrwyd i gael ysdiach, y grion mae'r hiw i geiri, ydd matin sanri. Agus, ha solus y toosioch yw, gyda dy gra, cho anafyn i'ch toosioch toosioch yw. Ach yn eisiau, mae gydych chi'n stwyr, yw'n yw, ha wythnig yn y grion na lanoch y geiri. A chor agus gyrwyd i, fa ioi mi an las, yn ôl sy'n hwb. Ach mae'n asmwyn anna hyw, ha gra solus jadroch, solus a ha fydd hosioch yw, 
Sollte ja wie Hobbeck, ach ja, ist schon eher in der Kräne. Und es führte ja wie gerade schon, ein Hasslohrgeruch hier. Feines Rochuch. Opeth, Spirit neben am Weg hin. Und er hat, mach ich mir getort, keine Macht, ihren Lied haben wir schon, es ist ein Christ. Hat der Fähnchen, ich habe ihn doch, und es hat Deutsch nicht gegeben. Es macht ja nicht, dass der Fähnchen nicht mehr so gut ist. Es macht nicht, und er soll es an der Schorgeri übernehmen. Er noch gegangen, koschen hin, skorisch aus dem Kabel. Noch gegangen, gemelschen, keilche Höbnator. Noch gegangen, gemelschen, pekoch nach Krieg. Er ist pekoch nach Schrien. Pekoch nach Smonchen. Skalschinchen, Gerritscher, Logie. Ich bin nicht in der Schare, sondern ich bin in der Nähe nach Stehen. Hast du nicht in Gerritschen, Gerritschen, Pekin, Anders soll ja doch etwas gekauft. Und der Jalutje, die Gemigrieren, die Ehre haben schon nach der Wehe. Als ich soll es, Spirit je, er hat noch gut, Koe, und es hat sich halber und nachher, als ein Kohlgüter wie. Es hat gar noch gut, Kamelu Marfekoch, Femoch an der Fienisch je, Femoch an der Mahonis, Femoch an der Trocken, Femoch an der Kulunie hat je mal gut. Und es ist nachher lecker Tübnator. Ach, Das Agus Hokumachkoch, Agus Hatolmach, Flaster Yernanem, 
Afutiavi Kumalu Unyate a Fehu Rifakul Voyer Hutiavi Kumalu Nuichi, a Hufti Nisrohu, Kiligoroch, Ginamahans Allah had Achenishu Hachir Ha Kainohu, a Rogan Honi. Agis Gadeviga Fanting Father Fowler both Markamig, Stukunt and Yalahadok, Hanamutolhin, Asmia Yanukuk Hain. Agis Asimia Torgut Mishnokasur, Fehusat Gia, Naliukloj, is the heart of her, Leju, Shli in Yiran, Marisolus Jalroch, Agis Futiavi, Gemaluf Giori, in Hulix and Hulik Dolish Jach, Anum Herscher Christ, a Hev a Gunnoch, Agis a Hev a Giagoch, Agis a Hev a Nopel, a Chriochnicha. Not the room, not the Agus Ashinikra, Mastu Christ, Suruhin Agusin, Achanigaroho, Edinakavanahin. Yeri Higriansho, Edointim, Agus Edri, Agus Hoshikafakin, Golod in Yachsho, where the case agreed. Kunusapurina, Fakin Golod Christ, Etherialogy, Rikin Yeri Higriansho, Edointim. Pamakamig, a Golgota, a Thas, Holan Solisha. Gatavasul, Agus Kumakan and Narachatish, Mahimichil of the Hranchesi, Nation, Vasholus, ye, Rina the Ninisho, Edgatihivanaho, Agus Hunaga he Maremoch, Agus Hunaga Kriest of Rakaroch, Vahumadem, Schapurina, Achevikadamud, ye on a Kainich Aramse, not a hikis at the Rioch, Agus a Frakur to Huk Kriest Gahoyanto. Gejevin ye bu man your own sin you, and I'm harras. Huda, newly knew that Parok and the Vagiori, Parok and the Vasuloch, Rasuloch, Kamigishofirinoch, Hanulisakini, Ahuda Koyu, Frokodion Tokvon Hwanier, Agesuda, bu man your own sin you, bu cooler than you, and I'm harras. Smart and a halusa hast, at the hint Gosioch, Hopuloch Toroch, Rishi, Gatihivan a hit. Ach, et chotorochna, chofantasagus gewilsche. Hashin gelede kut femet genierige griensche oorn. Griene vierum toch, griene wernochi. Er nochke geengen, agus en nochke deutsch hane jegen, agus hondingatige shit. Schlie en jeren, maar de solus jadroch. Wel, toledasje sont moomach kan gatige wanneheen. Garotor schlie. Behege et agal, as an hulshoeje. Ach, futia wike maluhenegis immig plionait at de goed shachet mar christi. Agis futia wike malimig plionna haast, et gashochkos. Achashof hirinjoch, ma jenige griene hanesho, et de grieser tanem. Schen hulig agis en hulig jodus en visat hot gut, ost heen, agis et heen. Agis pisine kuni, gemixine finken en hulis en hulig, gagelotsen. Kemega kainochogorn, Lishigrag, who got a football fein, 
Ich 
Amen. Amen.